0: life is complicated there is the law and there is reality welcome to law and reality sponsored by thav gross now here's your host ken gross welcome
1: to this segment of law and reality today's topic is it's college time for your kid you got issues and also side issue i'm disabled how do i pay for my kids college brian small good morning
2: good morning ken Pleasure to be here, and thank God all of my kids are out of college.
1: Jeffrey Linden. Good morning, Ken. Almost out of college. Jeffrey Kirschner.
3: Got yeah, one almost out, one going in, and I'm disabled. How do I pay for my kids' college? Isn't paying for your kids' college a disability even? <laughs> um,
0: if not, it will create right. one. <laughs> it's, it's certainly just a financial disability. The of it
1: creates a disability. Right. And me, my kids are all grown and out of college. Fortunately. But then the grandkids are going to be going to college.
2: So. <laughs> yes, but fortunately, that is not your responsibility, and as we will talk about later, nor should it be.
1: Jeff, and I'm sure we, we're going to hear from you on that topic. I'm so Jeffrey glad Kay. I'm not in your family life. Alone. <laughs> Little update. Hi. What's new in the Social Security disability world? Any, uh, any updates for us? Well, a
3: couple things. So, social so itself, it is getting quicker overall from soup to nuts, from when you file your initial application. If you get denied, there's this reconsideration phase. If you get denied, you're going to have a hearing. That whole process, though, has shrunk down. It used to. I used to tell people it would take two-ish years, two and a half years. That whole process now is probably a year to tops a year and a half. It's shorter than that, though. Well, that's a good Although, do improvement. Do you, do
2: you, do you, relate that, is that because of A, claims being reduced, or B, more efficiency of the system, or a combination?
3: Yes, and I think that COVID certainly helped move more hearings in, although people objected to them. I think overall they've been able to cover more hearings, because in the era of COVID now, most hearings are done by way of conference call, so they are able to, they're trying to be more efficient doing them that way. Uh, I think there's been a downtick a little bit, surprisingly so, in terms of the filing of cases. So overall, and they've been a little bit more efficient. They've uh, farming out offices that are heavier to other offices because it's a federal system. So any office could theoretically hear your claim. Quick
1: question. Have you dealt with any? What about long COVID? Is that a basis of a disability claim? Have you it, well, seen
3: it? It's starting to be. I mean, so COVID is relatively novel. And with regard to Social Security, you have to be unable to work for 12 months or longer. But now we are coming to that point now where the people early on with COVID uh, starting to see those cases where people have long COVID. Now the difficulties sometimes are the proofs because a lot of times with COVID, there aren't a lot of objective tests, objective findings to say, yep, this is still long COVID. Um, So that's the difficulty you have. So it requires a lot of these people, exactly hospitalizations, seeing their doctors, documenting their symptoms, things of that nature. So yeah, it's it's, it's common.
1: It's an interesting one. All right, so I, let's I'll, talk. I'll,
3: how wait, I'll, wait,
2: wait. One, one second. Do, are you seeing an uptick in claims for mental disability relating from the stresses out of working from home, being stuck at home, the the COVID-related? symptoms on that level
3: I think just in general I would agree I think I think just life in general and I think that when we talk this time uh, on the show about economic issues and give them getting worse I think overall it's playing a, a paying a toll on everyone all these different issues are starting to create more mental health is, difficulties. is there
1: a separate niche where you see an increase in lawyers who are partners having mental problems and dealing with <laughs> in coping with the stresses imposed by other partners of the law firm?
3: Not a question. That's always existed and we'll (laughs) talk more later.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm glad to hear that. Okay, now (laughs) let's talk college time. What issues come to mind? I'll throw them out. Where's the money coming from? Student loans, what's going to happen? Because everything is about this deferment that's going on. How long is it going to go? How do I pay for college going forward? Should I require my kid to work while going to college? Yep. And should I buy the Met? Yep. Yep. So, what do you want to start with first?
2: Well, I think I'm going to start with free for all. A slightly different aspect of I want everybody whose kids are you know you're getting your kids ready to go to college to re-examine whether or not the four-year model where your kid goes off to school. Is the right choice today for you, for your financial future. If you are going to be paying for college, your kids' college and you're doing it by borrowing money, whether it be a student loan, borrowing against your house, putting it on your credit cards, whatever it is you're thinking about doing, you're, you're, if you're going to be taking away from your financial future and your ability to retire, maybe you need to reevaluate. Whether or not your child should be going away for four years. Maybe they should be staying home for the first two years and going to community college. Live at home, save a considerable amount of money on those first two years, and then let them go away. It's not necessarily what your child wants, but it. You so have you're to, saying
1: you don't need, you're saying give some thought as to whether the four year away at college experience is right for your kid or for or for you really right it's probably right for the well, kid
2: i don't know if it's right for the kid well, there's, either but there's, there's a lot of issues
1: in that so you've just a lot of
3: issues first of all more importantly is that trade schools are a great option everyone thinks you've got to go to college and then go from there trade schools are a phenomenal options we're always going to need heating and cooling guys we're always going to need plumbers we're always going to need people in the trades and I don't think enough kids are thinking about that as options. So I think that's a less expensive option. Uh, these kids can get out and earn a real salary much quicker. Second of all, going back to college, I think people have to make better choices too in terms of college and not just assume that going to one of these big 10 schools or some other school is the right choice. Go to a, a, a less expensive school, get that same undergraduate degree because in life a lot of it is what you do post college not necessarily where you went to college i think the four of us can agree that we haven't been asked by any clients in the last 30 years where we went to college it's irrelevant it's what you do with it afterwards
2: it, it, there's some, there's a lot of truth to that there's a little there's a little braggadocio that that you get by the school that you graduated from but that being said well wait
1: wait a second let me guess You graduated from Oakland University. Not a chance, but it's an excellent university. Wayne State University. Not a chance, but it's an excellent university. Michigan State University. University.
2: No, but my daughter did.
1: Wait, University of Michigan. Go Blue! Oh, and and, and there's a little braggadocious that goes with that? Shocking. Absolutely, shocking. Shocking. (laughs) We'll take a
0: break. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right,
1: it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and
0: wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. Worth are Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Pat was recommended by a friend who insisted that we really needed a trust. And he said, I know somebody who will do a good job for you. At Samasco Law, we deal with estate planning and trusts every day. We had excellent service from Samasco Law. Any questions we had were addressed. Our estate is in order and it had been set up so well that nothing needed to be done. I would just highly recommend Samasco Law.
1: Now that we've all figured out where Brian went to college, <laughs> let me let me share. Let me kind of take a, a point on what you're saying. Is I kind of did what you were saying. It evolved my my own my own way. I grew up in a family and in a neighborhood where everyone went to college for four years. That was where you were going when you finished high school. And so I left from high school to Michigan State for my first year, and then I said, you know what? I don't need this college I don't need I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna go into the tennis business I had an opportunity and I dropped out of school freshman year after freshman year moved to Minnesota and I was teaching as a tennis pro trying to actually build a tennis indoor tennis club that was hot back in the in, in the early 70s and I spent three and a half years working And then I picked up and I went to University of Minnesota for some, you know, picked up a couple classes along the way. And then after three and a half years, all of a sudden I said, you know what, this work thing is not going all that great. I don't see my future going where I want it. My friends are all starting to graduate college. And I then quit my job. I moved back home. My parents were living in a condominium. I moved back home and I slept on the couch as my living room, the closet in the front hall was where I put all my clothes and I went to college from there and I went to Wayne State so I was not paying room and board because I was on a very thin budget and when I went back to school in that environment I was serious about school it was all about grades I wanted to go to law school and I had the I had a mental commitment to school that that's where I wanted to be I wasn't just going to college because I was 19 or I was 21 and I was told to do it, and I had a much better experience as a result of it. I was not a serious student that freshman year at Michigan State. I was a party animal. When I came back, I was at school at at, at seven o'clock every morning. I went to meet. That's a
2: maturity factor that you yeah. get as you get older. But the reality is, is that parents need to start thinking about guiding their children rather than just saying go to college and go yeah and the, the trade fourth.
1: idea is also good. you don't want to do is this you don't want to go burn the money on a four-year degree and then decide that what you want to do is be a plumber and being a plumber is a perfectly good occupation it's you you can work for somebody if you want or you can start your own business you can grow it you can build it into your own little empire It's heating and cooling, all of those, you know, auto mechanics, all of those create entrepreneurial opportunity for someone that wants it. It's not like a bad thing to do. And a lot of people migrate to that after they've wasted the, I don't want to say wasted the money, but they've spent the money on a four-year degree that they're not really using. And the cost of that four-year degree, they're struggling with how to pay for it, whether it's their student loans or their parents went, you know, basically into poverty to pay for the college. Those are big. T- those are tough that, issues. But that poverty, that issue of parents going into poverty or giving
2: everything to their children and not protecting themselves is coming up more and more. There are so many people that I, that, that I see that come in to see me that they have taken out these parent plus student loans on the belief, of course, that... When junior gets out of college, junior's gonna pay those student loans. I got news for you, junior's not paying those student loans. 50% of the time, junior doesn't make enough to keep a a house, a roof over their head.
1: Let's talk about the Met. See, and that goes, here's why I thought about the Met. Michigan Education Trust, it's coming up, I think, on its uh, 30-year birthday or something like that. The Met allows you to purchase a four year uh, as many semesters as you want, but you can purchase a four year degree for your child. Current cost now, if the child is an infant, is sixty thousand dollars, sixty one thousand seven sixty to pay for a four year degree up front. So now things a lot that. of money to Wait, write a
2: check no, for No, but that's an infant. Okay. 18, 19 years later, they're going to college. So that's today's college costs paying for tomorrow's college costs,
1: which will be double that or triple that. Or triple. If you finance it, it's a 15-year purchase plan at $500 a month. I bought a mat for my daughter. I think she was 7 or 8 years old at the time. And I paid $504. I financed it. It only was four years at the time. So that shows you how much the cost of college has increased then. But it was still a blessing that I had done sure. that. And I remember when I did it, it was painful paying the $504 every month. And I was, in my mind, I was putting the money there into a 529 rather than putting it into the market into a savings account. And I, we had a bowling team. And one of the guys on my bowling team would always was always big on the market, and he was always telling me how much money he was making in the market everyone It was part of my bowling week. I would have to hear the market report from my friend, <laughs> which would just grind me. I wouldn't say anything because I wasn't putting a dime into the market. I was paying for the Met for, for my kid. And then what happened in that particular case was, it was early on, the market had that big crash in October of whatever year it was. Oh, to, yeah, okay. And he kind of got wiped out on his savings in the market. And my Met just kind of was like the turtle in in the hair, you know, the turtle that just kind of kept going and covered the four-year degree. So I came out good on that deal. But I remember grinding my teeth every Tuesday night hearing about all the money I wasn't making in the market that I should have been if I was putting putting it there. So the Met's a great thing. But how I thought about it was this way a lot of times the grandparents end up loaning guaranteeing the loans for their kids for college or the parents do it if you want to help your kid for college you need to have the foresight to do it early and do it by way of a met and that way you're powering the expense at the bare minimum rather than paying through the nose in the form of a student loan with interest at current rates of tuition we'll take a break we'll come back and stay on this
0: carrying too much debt We were just spitting. We just didn't know what was going to happen next. At Samasco Law, we deal with these issues every day, especially elder law. Pat went to work for Fran. Patrick was there holding my hand, kept saying, We'll get through this, we'll get through this. He got her husband Medicaid and in a nursing home. Samasco Law got the success they deserved. Samasco Law is definitely family to me. I really appreciate knowing all of you
1: time for announcements so I remind our listeners to watch us Sundays 10:30 a.m. on TV 20 live seminars are back then on Wednesday June 8th 6 to 7:30 p.m. how to make debt a thing of the past we'll go to all the methods we use to eliminate debt so that you can try and keep pace with your debt to actually save money for your future well the whole goal is so you have something to retire with, when that time comes. Debt elimination is a key part of that process. We're going to have a special segment with Jeff Linden on how to resolve tax issues. Attendees get a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Sign up for that one the same way, thabgross.com, lawnreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Remember, you can always come in for a free consultation. Just call our offices, 888-235-HELP, or go online and there's boxes to click to sign up for a free consultation. Debt issues, tax issues, estate planning issues, business issues, elder law issues with Pat or Jim Samasco. disability issues with Jeff Kirshner, sign up at onereality.com or call 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Also, go online and check out the free reports, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions by myself and Jeff Linden, Bankruptcy Is It Right For Me by Brian Small, how to save your home from foreclosure, business formations, loans and grants for small businesses in Detroit and Michigan, and the Retiree's Guide to Social Security from Pat Samasco. want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samasco Law, Kirshner Law. Now back to the show.
0: You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP, 888-235-HELP. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. Worth are Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Fav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Fav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income.
1: Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But
0: you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You
1: don't need to be broke and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell
0: you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, so what do you think of my MET idea?
2: I think the MET it's a wonderful idea. I actually purchased it for both of my children when they were very young also. So it was very beneficial. And if you can put aside the money. The problem is, is as a young couple, young person with a young, young child, it's very difficult yeah. to, to find that I money. I see
1: the young couple always having the hard time. I had the hard time. With, with that concept in, in where I was then. But I'm also thinking about it from the grandparent's standpoint. If you're a grandparent and you're financially in a good position, I'm not saying a great position, but things are on track. If you look and you say to yourself, based upon what my kids are earning, what their professions are, what, what their jobs are, I realize that when my grandchild gets to college, Funding their education is going to be a big problem for my kids, for my children, to pay for. And if it's going to be a big problem for them to pay for, they're going to probably come to me for help. If that's your situation, what would be a smarter play would be when your grandchild is born, buy that 15-year commitment on the Met, pay $500 a year for, for, you know, $500 a month, a month, and cover their college. So that when they get to college, they're not coming back to you to say, college, Dad, is uh, $100,000 a year per child. I need some help. I can cover twenty. Can you cover the other eighty? And remember, this Met. You'd be better off having bought the Met. The Met actually only covers tuition. Right. It right. doesn't not cover room, room and board.
2: board. And room and board has gotten outrageous. Yes. It's, it's, <laughs>
1: and it doesn't matter what college it's at. No, it's it's it's, a, it's crazy. control. All right, so, let's, so something to think about. That's all. Uh, I mean, these are hard problems, but you kind of have to try and say to yourself, where is my grandson, granddaughter going to be, where are my kids going to be, and where am I going to be from the standpoint of helping them? Because it's real easy to say, well, that's your problem. I'm not paying for it. It's, it might be nice to be able to say that. and Brian can probably actually do it and live by it. But a lot of people can't, um, and you have to look at, realistically, where you are going to be at and what's the smartest way of addressing the issue. But what about student loans? Let me just kind of turn that to you. Do you think, is this deferment going to end? Yes. And then what's going to happen, and, and how do we deal with that problem? Because we've well, got a couple of minutes left.
2: The deferment will end. It's supposed to end by October, I think, of this year. It'll probably get extended off till, uh, I'm guessing, till January of 2023, at that point all those student loan payments are going to start coming due. You're going to see student loans go back to being the highest uh, defaulted type of loan in the United
1: States. And What deferment do you think? That, do you think they'll just write off 10000 per? I do per think, loan?
2: No, I don't think they're going to end up doing that. They, everybody says, oh, that's what they'll do, but they're not. The government is not going to end up writing off
1: the student what loan. What do you guys loan. think?
3: I can't I imagine think. it. They talked about up to $50,000.
2: For certain for yeah. certain people who had been paying on ten years and aren't getting headway, that's what they've been talking about. And there's a lot of backlash on that and people are pissed, Well, I paid for my student loans, First why of do all, they get a break? When,
1: when midterms come, if the Republicans gain control of the House, then there's never a chance that Congress is going to do anything to right. eliminate it. Um, yeah. So, yeah and, and I don't see yeah. anything getting passed between now and then. And the hard thing on the
2: no deferrals way. is you know, the kids are like, you know, oh, I don't have to pay because it's deferred, but the interest is accruing. And no, up. interest is stopped. So at the, the moment, federal. interest is not accruing on federal federally backed student loans. But that's going to end also. Well, not according to some of the statements that I'm getting. So it depends on the type of student loan. Are they federal student loans? Depends on the loan type. But most oh, yeah. federally that's backed
1: student loans have no interest. Because yeah, occurred. if you're in a de- if you're in a deferral and interest isn't being deferred, that's not a that's not right. a good thing. And at they all. don't give you a payment putting, option. It's just putting you further in debt. Right. But
2: on the other hand, when you come out, if you if you can avoid having parents co sign, the income based repayment programs that are out there are really beneficial and allow people to afford
1: so apply for and those and make afford. sure you pursue them. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: And
1: Chapter 13 is a remedy, and maybe we'll see a revision of the bankruptcy code creating dischargeability on student loans rather than, to me, that's a more logical way of addressing student loans than just canceling the debt. I agree. Right. You should, there has to be a need basis to cancel the debt. The doctor that's earning big money shouldn't, you know, shouldn't have his student loan canceled. You know, it's common sense. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Ron Reality.